Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have Texas Public Libraries getting a few books put back on the shelves. Johnson & Johnson pays $8.9 billion to settle talc lawsuits. A coming plan for the IRS's $80 billion infusion. Online LSAT tests and more Trump nonsense. Let's have more fun than a barrel of monkeys with today's legal news. A federal court in Texas has ordered a public library system to put back into circulation over a dozen books that were removed from the shelves. The books, which covered issues relating to LGBTQ plus and racism, had been pulled by the library. Library patrons sued, alleging that the books had been removed due to disagreement with their viewpoint. The patrons also claimed that the library had closed board meetings to the public and replaced its advisory board with community members who supported censorship. The judge granted the patron's request for a preliminary injunction, which also stops the library from removing any more books while the lawsuit is pending. The case comes at a time of increasing school book bans. PEN America has documented nearly 2,532 school book bans affecting 1,648 titles from July 2021 to June 2022, with most of the challenged books addressing LGBTQ issues or systemic racism. The books in question in Texas include Cast, The Origins of Our Discontent by Pulitzer winner Isabel Wilkerson, and Being Jazz, My Life as a Transgender Teen by Jazz Jennings. Johnson & Johnson has agreed to pay $8.9 billion to settle all the lawsuits relating to its talc-based powders causing cancer. The payment is aimed at settling claims from about 60,000 claimants, and the company has withdrawn its talc-based baby powder, Shower to Shower, and other products from the market. The world's largest healthcare products company hopes to fund a trust set up in U.S. Bankruptcy Court in Trenton, New Jersey, to cover future claims. Monies in the settlement will be paid out over 25 years. Traces of asbestos have been blamed for causing ovarian cancer and mesothelioma, specifically tied to asbestos exposure. Women and men have been blaming the company for causing these diseases, and internal J&J documents dating back to the early 1970s show workers warning managers about traces of asbestos found in talc bottled for baby powder. The IRS will release its plan for spending its $80 billion in multi-year funds later this week, according to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel. The plan will focus on improving online interactions between taxpayers and the agency, shortening lengthy phone wait times, and providing in-person assistance to taxpayers. The IRS also plans to hire and train employees to audit returns of high-income taxpayers, large corporations, and partnerships. The goal is to make real-world improvements and investments in technology that can digitize IRS processes and strengthen enforcement against corporations and high-income individuals. The Law School Admission Test, or LSAT, will be available for test takers to take at home or at a testing center starting from August. The LSAT was moved exclusively online in May 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic and restrictions on in-person gatherings. The Law School Admission Council, which designs and administers the LSAT, partnered with Prometric Testing to provide test sites around the globe. Although most test takers will have a choice, some prefer the in-person experience to the challenges of at-home testing, including unreliable internet connections, multiple roommates, and noisy conditions. All the same, the fact that there is an option is a net positive. And finally, giving you ample opportunity to completely bail on this, our last story, if you've had about enough Donald Trump news. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's indictment of former President Donald Trump on hush money charges related to a 2016 election scandal brought few new details about the case. Bragg accused Trump of falsifying records in his real estate company's book to conceal reimbursing his personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, for a $130,000 hush money payment. The payment was made to a woman who alleged she had an affair with Trump. Although it is the first time a former U.S. president has faced criminal charges, legal experts not involved with the case say its strength will likely depend on evidence that has not been made public. The indictment did not specify the crimes that were allegedly being concealed. 
Meanwhile, prosecutors detailed similar schemes Trump allegedly orchestrated to silence two other people who had damaging information about him in a separate filing. Experts said this could help Bragg's office demonstrate to a jury that Trump intended to commit a crime. Cohen, who testified before the grand jury that indicted the former president, has previously pleaded guilty to campaign finance violations for the Daniels payment, which could leave him open to attacks on his credibility by Trump's defense at trial. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, remember, the only thing standing between you and competence is minimum. Minimum.